this is Monique Renee, your girl. And uh, today, and almost every time I do a podcast, we are going to have a group of us, but it'll be the same lovely gals, which is Stella Montoya. To my, I don't know, I would say you guys are going to either see her to the right or the left. <laughs> and then underneath, it's not Christiana, it's Charanti. <laughs> <laughs> spiritual name and y'all this is Vaishnavi tea so we won't get into it and what's the tea there's been a lot of tea a lot of stuff that has been just either grinding our gears maybe grinding everybody's gears or just really powerful stuff that's been posted <clears throat> decided that this podcast will be specifically us sharing um, our views on basically some of these posts and certain things that are flying around that are either a bit controversial or and what's our take on it and what should we do to move forward and not even that answering your questions if you guys want to send us questions or ideas and and shoot us some videos that you feel like hey can y'all talk about this this would be great then we'd be happy to cover those and give you the advice that you need um from basically from a Vaishnavi standpoint so (laughs) Stella's history, she uh, has uh, lived in temples for a few years. Well, she was a Bakhtin for a long time, for like maybe over five years now. Stella, did you want to talk a little bit? Yeah, I mean, um, uh, Vedic wisdom is something that uh, Bhakti Yoga that I was practicing for the last five, six years. And I got to the opportunity to travel, and that's how I met both these lovely ladies in this group. Um, yeah. <laughs> And we love you. I'm so happy that you were able to do this. I keep telling people you're the token white girl. So (laughs) the term is now reversed. (laughs) I was the token black girl for my whole life, actually. So now we have a token white girl. It's so funny. I mean, whatever. I don't know. Terrible, actually. Don't ask any of your white friends, black people. Don't do that. (laughs) And then we have the lovely Charanti, who's also... I mean, she comes from Florida. I met her at the Brooklyn Temple. We were ashram sisters together. Her love for Krishna is just so bright. She's the brightest mm-hmm. light. I mean, she's brighter than me. I mean, you know, that's you know, true. Internal coming out. No, yeah, she's blind. And she amazing, you know, amazing singer. I mean, she's just, um, she's done so much for the movement in general. And uh, <laughs> I'm just so happy to know her and how like I was having some hard times in Brooklyn Temple and she always mm. just shine a bright light. So Terence, do you want to talk about your your time or how you Hi. Um <clears throat> I for a second I didn't know who Monique was talking about. Um, going on. Um no Monique's super duper sweet. I'm so happy to be a part of this, especially with Two Vaishnavis who I relate to on not only just a material level, but especially a spiritual level, especially kind of where we're at in our lives right now. Um, So it's kind of nice to see the different perspectives because we're kind of all living in different places and we're all kind of like moving in different directions, but like spiritual Vedic knowledge is is the basis of those moves. So it's, it's really nice to connect on that kind of platform where we're not only helping ourselves, but hopefully it can help other people. Um, I'll try to do my best to contribute whatever I learned from the, my time in the temples. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So lovely. I'm just so happy. We 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 were gonna have a good time. This is we gonna get right into it. So let's uh, 
let's start with our first video that we all three of us have felt that this is like the biggest and the mm. most controversial video. Yeah. We're not gonna go through the whole thing, but just maybe um, some points that really hit home. Cause I'm sure some of you and everyone has probably watched this video and I think we've watched it a few times. I know I did. Yeah. Sort of rewind and forwarding. I was like, oh man, she was hitting all these points, but uh, yeah. let's, uh, let's see her lovely face. Yeah, I took a little. talking of the people making commentary. Um, interestingly enough, the ones I've noticed that have been making the commentary are wealthy black people making the commentary about we should not be um, rioting, we should not be looting, we should not be tearing up our own communities. And then there's been an argument of the other side of we should be hitting them in the pocket. We should be focusing on the blackout days where we don't spend money. Um, but, you know, I feel like we should do both. And I feel like I support both. And I'll tell you why I support both. I support both because there, when you have a civil unrest like this, there are three types of people in the streets. There are the protesters, there are the rioters, and there are the looters. The protesters are there because they actually care about what is happening in the community. They want to raise their voices and they are there strictly to protest. You have the rioters who are angry, who are anarchists, really just want to fuck shit up and that's what they're going to do regardless and then you have the looters and the looters almost exclusively are just there to do that to loot now people are like well, what did you gain well, what did you get from looting i think that as long as we're focusing on the what we're not focusing on the why and that's my issue with that as long as we're focusing we're not focusing on why they're doing and some people are like well those are people who are legitimately angry about what's happening those are people who just want to get stuff okay well then let's go with that let's say that's what it is let's ask ourselves why in this country in 2020 the financial gap between poor blacks and the rest of the world is at such a distance that people feel like their only hope and only opportunity to get some of the things that we flaunt and flash in front of them all the time is to walk through a broken glass window and get it that they are so hopeless that getting that necklace getting that tv getting that change getting that bed getting that phone whatever it is they're going to get is that in that moment when the riots happen and if they present an opportunity of looting that's their only opportunity to get it we need to be questioning that why why are people that poor why are people that broke why are people that that food insecure that clothing insecure that they feel like they're only shot that they are shooting their shot by walking through a broken glass window to get what they need. And then people wow. want to come down with All right, fella, yes, go ahead and uh, freeze there. <clears throat> that is bomb. That's so heavy. I, I think that that's enough. All right, go back to the other screen, Stells. Yeah. Come on, Stells. That's her nickname now, Stells. I love that. Stells. <laughs> Man, and I, I wanted to do that ending, but you know, if it's gonna be too much, let's not do that right now. But I think everyone knows this video. This is Let like sorry. About in and I'm so good. It's heavy duty. It's, yeah. it's just heavy duty. Yeah, I mean, and I so love the breakdown of the different kinds of black people. You know, and it reminds me of Chris Rock when Chris Rock was talking about. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna use the term because I don't want to say the N word in this podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna start cutting that out. That was in my last video, and I don't. That could be controversial on a even on my end. You know, I gotta stop doing that. But whatever. 
But you know, he said in his one comedy special, Bigger Blacker, remember that? I don't know if you ever watched that when it first came out. Okay, maybe I'm just old. That's okay, because you know, it was really good. But then again, y'all was right. Maybe I did, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wasn't a Vaishnavi back then when Chris Rock had his, his fame. But anyway, Chris so he Rock? Said, Are you saying Chris Rock? Yeah, remember Bigger and Blacker? Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were saying Chris yeah, Rob. Yeah. I was like, I don't know who that is. No, Chris okay. Rob. Yeah, you know, he said, okay. he always yeah. said this thing in his comedy special. He specifically said what people don't know, whatever. You got to know the difference between different kinds of black people. There are black people. And he said, and then there are the beep, you know, but I would say those, I'll say thugs. All right. So you got to know the difference. And which, <laughs> like, you know, black people, we don't want no trouble. You know what I'm saying? But the thugs. Yeah, they may want trouble. They don't care, you know. They, they they're big men on the streets. You know, we know the difference. You know, and that Tupac has even said it. Like, you know, they throw all the killers all in the, you know, in the black neighborhoods, but black people don't want to be around killers either. Like, you know, we shouldn't be all clumped into the society. Like Tupac used exactly. to say that in the '90s. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you have yeah. Why are you living in these kind of situations? And I've lived in rough neighborhoods where it was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore because. Yeah. I don't have want to have to watch my back. And I said that in my interview with the prayer uh, revolution was talking about how like, you know, Bakhti Center just wasn't enough because I'm in this rough neighborhood. So I'm happy that we're on this topic about the differences between, you know, you have <clears throat> business black people, you know, you have the people out there protesting and then you have your yeah. riders, looters who want something. So everyone has a different yeah. goal out on the streets of what they're doing. Yeah. You know, what do you want to say about I think that really, just hearing her say that, and actually, it's really interesting that the first time that didn't even kind of ring a chord, because I think I'm listening to it again, so different things are popping out of me, but really I was thinking about karma and how like, yeah, we're all in these lives in different places, so we have different perspectives according to how we were raised or what our desires are, and so it's, you're, you're, you see that manifested in what she's saying when she's describing the different type of protesters. And and it's described in Vedic literature in the Srimad Bhagavatam about how when you are in a higher gradation of life, you're actually supposed to have compassion for the lower ones. That's why we're supposed to have compassion for animals. And it's like, but instead, as a society, we've degraded them to animal life to where they feel like they have to steal Ooh. and break. Yes. And it's crazy, instead of treating them with care and affection, we've like created this this divide to make them be defensive, you know? And mm -hmm. hearing that I can feel it when she's speaking, like I was getting chills again. It's like, ooh, oh, it's like, shoot. that's a man, what's happening is a manifestation of a poor decision made long time ago by a race of people. Exactly. And it's like, you might not have done it specifically Bob down the road or Joanne or whoever or Mario whatever or wherever country you're from you might not have done it specifically but we have to take accountability and actually verbally and visually see that this has been a problem for a long time and we might not have been the sole person done or maybe we were I don't remember my past lives but we can make change now that's intelligence that's consciousness mm -hmm. and that what is the basis in which you can transcend all this nonsense. But if you can't get there to consciousness to be compassionate, oh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that. It's just like that post I posted. What was it? Because uh, I actually just 
took it from someone else's page, but you know, I shouldn't have to tell you how to get from others. Like, I, why, why is that a thing? Like, why is it so hard? Yeah, it is. Power, like, power is real, you know? Power is a part of that materialism and it is a part of Kali Yuga right now. It's one of the biggest uh, downfalls with Trump, it don't help either because yeah, then I see, you know, presidents of temples acting like that. Hello. And I think I might, you know? I'm not, I'm, I'm not say something controversial, but I think it, it, it goes both ways. Like, I think the education is out there. I think we definitely can, I, I will definitely say that I, I don't appreciate people that try to negate it as if just sweep it under the rug. No, the dirt, air, that, that, that's not okay at all. But like, if someone genuinely doesn't know, which I don't know if you, how could you not know? You know what I mean? We all go through the the United States of America like history class. Like it's all there. And then we all kind of live in America. So I don't know how you cannot know unless you're like living literally under a rock. But like, if that really is the case, okay, then get educated. So here's the education. And I feel like America, the people, we're educating people nowadays. So I'm totally for people protesting and getting the knowledge out there because I feel like there is no hope for people being Christian conscious. If you can't, one, be conscious of another person besides yourself because selfishness, it don't get you nowhere. I know that's right. Well, Stella, what, what was going through your mind actually when you watched that video for the first time or was there stuff coming up for you now on your end, you know? Yeah, I mean, the same thing with what Tronti said. I really, I mean, I, I love this lady, how she sees it from all different perspectives. Mm. You know, it's like, uh, I think, yeah, people who are empathetic can understand these situations. You know, they like understand different levels and what people are at. And I think that that's, if you don't understand that, then you're, it's just, a lot of people don't understand outside of their own reality, which is weird, you know, like, other people's existence like Tronti also said the compassion for animals and like the killing you know it's just like it's just it's just like dehumanizes everything um yeah it's heartbreaking i know yeah. yeah it really is and it's and and i didn't mean to like i wasn't even trying to bring up the point of um like not eating meat or whatever, because that's not what the discussion is. And I, and I, I don't want to take attention away from Black Lives Matter because that's what this issue is. But I was actually, to clarify, I was actually talking about how the Sharon Tom talks about how animals, like if I had a pet dog, I'm not going to expect my dog to go in the kitchen and get its own dog food, you know? That dog is dependent on me. So like, I feel like um, in a way it's like, we just kind of, we just kind of just separated as a society. We just chose to completely separate against the black people, which is crazy because they did build the dang on country. It's like yeah. as slaves, uh, yeah. they built the whole thing on thing. And then say, you can't take part in it? Only us. And then we're going to make you, you, well, you can take part, but you, you can start way back there. And we're just going to have like a little bit of a head start, but it's really like a really big head start. So it's just kind of like, it's ridiculous well, to kind yeah. of, it's just it's not seeing the whole picture it's not seeing us all all as human beings all as children of god if you want to go and, yeah. and speak about god into it but just if you want to just take it on a lot something that majority of people will without separating church and state we're all in human form we all eat sleep mate and defend some form or other we all die and we all are born and suffer disease you know what i mean so just, just put it on that platform it's crazy to see them at a lower level of living and just 
allow that to just kind of happen, that shows a disconnect within ourselves as a society or as a race or as an individual if you're if you're allowing racism to exist in your world and this world in general. Yeah. But on a, a side note, you know, while having a bunch of, you know, because I have like a lot of white friends and I know that I've also hung around those who are were on top of the food chain. Let's say they're making a ton of money, right? You know, and those that are going to school um, because their parents push them to go to school or some their school is paid for. Um, but a lot of those times, those kids are so wrapped up in their world that they don't even realize or recognize others to know that there's racism exists. And I, yep. that, I, that is actual fact because most of the time, most white people that have money, they're focusing on what vacations they're gonna go on. They're gonna focus on the money aspect of it. So they're so distracted that when they do turn on the television, what do you think they see, right? So they see um, black people are at it again. We're vigilantes again. We're this and that and the third. Um, so I, I could see how people magically from our generation uh, wouldn't know, you know? They would just have no idea that racism or that black people are being oppressed because they just think that we're all automatically violent. But they don't even realize that that's also being controlled, you know, by our governors, by the, you know. Exactly. And that's the thing is, is the this people house, Yeah, it's where they, that's how they house people. You know, black mm -hmm. people live in a certain, it's very segregated, you yeah. know? So they stop pay grades yeah. and much. So if you're going to live in a nice neighborhood, like the way Manhattan is, you could totally see it, you know? And half the time, most people that live in the Bronx, it's a completely different world. And now I've lived in both sectors. So I feel like I understand now, like at least on from my level, I could see why um, most of our generation, they have no idea. They would, had no clue. Um, and you know, it, it, it's yeah. just so sad to say because yeah. the government, the way they've been structuring this world is like that. They've structured it racist. And then, oh, I was yeah, gonna exactly. add to add to back then what you were talking about, which was a good point. Uh, back then, when the time came for the, you know what I mean, for black people to start becoming free, Abraham Lincoln, like everyone looks at him as a martyr, but my history teacher, who was a white <laughs> white man, or he was a light Hispanic guy. He would always tell us that, you know, Abraham Lincoln did that to get more votes. It doesn't mean that he wasn't racist. It never states that he wasn't. He may not have liked black folks, but he made sure that they got their independence. You know what I'm saying? And then that's where we get into this whole thing where, you know, some weren't free, but you have to realize the slave owners to release their slaves, they actually charged money for that. So they had so much, they were getting, you know, land opportunities, money, financial gain. And that's what put black people back 100 steps, you know, when we were released as slaves. So that's also a part of history that no one really knows about. Yeah. Um, that thank God I found out, but it's true. It does make a great statement because Politicians are politicians, you know, and it states for the politicians we have now, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. They do what they have to do to get in, you know, so they yeah. have power. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he did that with that wall. 
Mm-hmm. Also, with today even being Juneteenth, you know, like that's not yeah. something that is actually you won't read in American history as well. Of course. So it's just like, and a lot of people weren't aware of about it until this. This is like a conversation that we are having. It's mm-hmm. like, and constantly need to be having, and should have been having a long time ago. You know, like yeah. just in general. You know, this is, and I feel like, as far as like. A lot of people, like you were saying, myself included, being in, a, in like a white body, is that they don't understand because they haven't been through a situation where mm-hmm. they felt their safety was, it, you know, like they didn't feel safe because of the color of their skin, right? Like yeah. walking down the street, seeing a police officer, you know, even um, trying to get a job, you know? Like, yeah. Things. If you have yeah. a white body, you're, it's, you don't feel that fear, you know, mm-hmm. that underlying but, fear. Yeah, but like, see, then it, it, I feel like it's an education problem because, like, why can't this be discussed in sociology class? Like, that there are people in this country because it's it's we, we have American history. We have, you know, but like, what about Ameri- American sociology? Like, why do these people? Why does this? generally this group of people have this fear in this realm in their life because of society has pressured these things like I don't remember studying that in sociology I remember studying all this other stuff about like people's minded behaviors but like we're interacting with each other like barely on the on the mind platform really on that superficial oh wow she's black or she's Hispanic I mean I had so much trouble with that growing up you know they don't there's not a box that says Hispanic and black. I had to check both. Black, non-Hispanic, check. Hispanic, black, check. And I check other just for, for giggles. Because, you know what I mean? You know, like, y'all need another box, okay? I was trying to give a yeah. lady. Oh, I needed that. I knew. You know what, Taranti? Taranti, you know what's so funny? is I find that so funny that you, you say, that you pointed out, because that's hilarious, because I'm thinking here, I remember when I was younger, and I couldn't do the other because I'm dark. And <laughs> when people when people would see my mom, they would be like, "Oh wow, like what's that?" But we look just alike. But my mother's like your complexion or a little lighter. So they or like you know she looks like Stella almost, you know. And it was just like uh, back then, you know, when she was younger, she'd come in and looking like Donna Summer with her hair, you know. Hey. <laughs> and people would just be like taken aback you know like what is your mom what are you and it's like yeah well i'm mixed but i'm technically black (laughs) i'm black though you know so i could never say i always wanted to do the other and then i was like no but i can't because i'm black but i would never associate with being black because my father wasn't around so i had a huge jamaican family and i didn't knew nothing about my black heritage on that side because i only knew about you know the portuguese side the Cape Verdean side. We always talked about how we had white ancestors. My mom would show me pictures of them, all these white men. So it was like, we have English blood. So it was like, we come from this crazy mix. And I never had a chance, like, you know, to understand that black side. So this whole thing of labeling, it's like, it just drove me crazy as a kid. I could stand the whole, like, I guess I'm black, you know, but really I'm mixed, but you know, ain't there. <laughs> it so much that's why I was just like I'm Christiana you know I'm Chiranti like that I'm who I am because then it confused me because then my music taste was different it was just too many yeah. things 
and it's just really it really comes down to teaching consciousness in school that of other people's be conscious of 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 other people can be in other situations than just yourself like yeah. it is not your perception there's yeah. so much that's going on not just in our country but we should main mainly primarily focus on that but like people aren't going to stay in this country forever i mean i definitely wanted to go to canada early on cuz i, I just, wasn't mm. filling country but it's too cold here so I'm not going to do that but it's like <laughs> but um, <laughs> but like I, yeah. it's coming down to teaching um consciousness like you can okay I really don't like that they took god out of school but don't take consciousness I don't think school is conscious it's conscious of like what you want as an individual but not what's best for like everybody and like what's best for yourself simultaneously and how what can be best for you should also be best for the rest of the world like don't freaking litter like what the heck like yeah <laughs> like you know what i mean right and and don't like say that one black person is all black people or one white person is all white people because exactly. that's not true either not all white people are racist i have nope. not I have, i have more a white friend that advocate more than my black friends <laughs> i know Okay. And that, oh, I know some white folks that can put me to sleep with they blackness. You know what I'm saying? All in them, they come straight from the hood. They act more hood than I do, and I'm yeah. like, dude, I guess we can, you know, switch lives because <laughs> so you can really feel it. You want to feel? You really want to be black? You want to talk and act black? Okay, let's swap colors and uh, <laughs> you can figure that out. Yeah, you know? it's so interesting. It's such an identity crisis this whole race thing is solved. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least from like a, a, a somebody who's like mixed body like jeez, oh lord. It just like was really confusing and I think that's what propelled me and attracted me to Christian consciousness because like wow, you actually see me. You actually see me underneath all of this. That's and that's what I loved. That's what I loved because it took me to a place that was like, oh wow. Yeah, this makes sense and it's good for everybody. It takes everybody no. in consideration for whatever whoever you're attracted to sexually, whatever you look externally, whatever you got internally because the mind is internal. I can't see my mind, you can't see my mind. I see it sometimes and sometimes I identify with it. But it's just like there's just so many layers and I love Christian consciousness for breaking it down, but really if no if we can't understand consciousness, we can't even get the Christian. So I just really want that to somehow be the future of education and how we allow our children to learn and exist through consciousness and because consciousness leads to less selfishness or healthy selfishness rather actually healthy oh. selfishness yeah. that's what we need because you do need to be selfish but in a healthy way in a healthy way you do got to care for you you can't yeah. give to everybody if you ain't got enough i know that's right well yeah. it just makes me think back on to the way that you know probably states that it's going to take the third generation to actually make those proper changes because now it's up to us to how we raise our kids you know yeah. it's take it's it because the fact that racism is so instilled in people that it's even still within iskon people are still body conscious um and i've experienced it charanti i know we could get into that because you know yeah. that's like a big factor Um, and not even that, it, it's, it could be, it, it's just from the guests too. When guests come, like there's times I just don't want to stay upstairs. You know what I mean? Because if it's more Indian, but if yeah. they come and they see me in a sari, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, and they'd be asking me, so how does this work for you? I've had people ask me that. I've had white people and uh, this one guy in London came up to me when I was outside preaching and he just told me in my ear, he goes, you're not Indian. Why are you in a sari? 
And it was just like, mm, I'm in spiritual clothing, actually. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, it's like you deal yeah. with it on so many levels that it can still affect you when you're a new devotee. I'm still a new devotee. And yeah, I mean, I still, so I still have been doing it for 20 years. They see me as like a baby devotee. So I yeah. need to be nurtured properly. But how can I be nurtured even if there's people that are within the movement over 20 years that still be body conscious and act body conscious in certain ways yeah. and treat us that way. And so it's been just really interesting, you know, understanding all this knowledge about being the soul and trying to transcend to that. I mean, my life has been better and I feel better and I don't focus on the color, but now society has forced us to deal with it again yeah. because it's something that can still affect either you or I, Toronto. So yeah. That's very, yeah. Very, yeah, I, very <clears throat> I really appreciate you bringing up that point because mm -hmm. I think sometimes race, it hurts more in Krishna consciousness because it's like we should, we technically should know better. Like, yeah, yeah I'm in this body, um, won't even, I'm gonna mention it, in a woman body, in a, in a blacker body, whatever, like <laughs> in a lower class body, like, oh, I'm not so educated or whatever, you know, it just sometimes. from it okay anyways so sometimes I feel like it hurts worse because I feel like we should know better and sometimes I feel like but it's 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 that the way in which someone's practicing Krishna conscious that allows them to not practice it in in the way in which feels comfortable for everybody and that doesn't mean that the process is is flawed it just means that that's the where that person is at and they're practicing of Krishna consciousness and sometimes we don't always get to that level in our mind of understanding of that of like okay they just they just get it from a different place than I'm getting you know what I mean and it's just unfortunate that that sometimes we can't just see that yeah I'm a black mixed Hispanic woman bodied blah 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 glass wearing whatever but I'm I'm trying to get out of this embodiment yes you don't see the yes. effort you don't yes. see the effort you just see what what effort I took to get in this body. Yeah, this is a this body is an effort of some some desires and karma and all that. But like you don't see what I'm doing now about it, and that is what it is. I guess not, and I can't force nobody to realize nothing. I can't even force myself to realize nothing. So it's just kind of something I have to tolerate because of I probably deserve it. You know what I mean? It's just kind of something that I just want to project into people who are willing to listen and learn including myself because i have so much in that realm of layers of it because it's layers of it it's layers of it yeah stella you have anything that you've seen through the movement you know well i mean yeah of course uh just you know especially i mean you both kind of know my story but like it, it was it's definitely like um for a male institution you know like most religious organizations i've noticed and um, and it's hard for me to get past that platform as well, you know, like being like around a bunch of brahmacharis I lived in the Harinam ashram, you know, being one of the only girls um, In a, other most of the communities where so they focus on the brahmacharis and the boys I mean, that's why I started the ladies kirtan, you know, it was like it was really important for me to like have some kind of ladies sangha You know, it was like I felt that that was You know, and then I got called some things I got called a feminist and like 
it was like my you know like you know of course it was i was put down and shunned for the idea of that you know like i'm not looking past the body why can't it be for both men and women you know like you know so that was always a problem too and yeah also i got um preaching in union square one time i got yelled at by an indian body girl who said that my people raped and treated her indian people poorly because i and she was like telling me how it was culture appropriation by wearing a sari and everything so it's definitely it's you know like uh it was something too yeah that i just was like is this wrong that I wear a sari? Like, you know, even though this is part of my schooling and practice and living in an ashram, you know, like this is what I'm doing to try and elevate my consciousness, but it's still on the bodily platform. You know, we have to get there, you know, by cleanliness, by waking up early, all, all the regulate rules and regulations. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, it's, um, it's, mainly it's about just like being honest and where we're at you know i mean that's what i've had to like realize too is just like okay well this person you know like maybe like Tranti said maybe it's something that i deserve maybe i deserve you know maybe in a past life i did something to this person you know like it's all karmic reactions i get in in that way you know mm-hmm. um, yeah. And it's, yeah. nice, it's nice to like see it from that point of view you know like It's just a different perspective, you know. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not the the. It's not the common perspective. I feel, you know. It's, um, so it's nice to have that as an option, you know. Because the more yeah. that we know, the better that we can move move forward and like become the kind of person, compassionate, you know, loving. What 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 we want the world to see and, and, and yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, wow. Can I can I say something again? I know, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I just want to say like, just that point of like deserving something. Like I just don't want people to think like, okay, just go on and like take something. Like, Prabhupada was never about surrendering intelligence because like, there's there comes a point where it's like we should be proactive in understanding something or why why God Krishna, energy power universe whatever you want to call it life lessons whatever why that thing is happening so that you can grow from it but some things especially from my experience in life some things it's just the only thing that gets me through is like I just deserved it and I tried my best to get what I could out of it to grow and and project a better energy moving forward but like I just don't want people to think like we should just always be sulky like I just deserve it because like you do but you don't you know what I mean like yeah I mean you do but you don't you know what I mean? Sure. No, you're you're right. It's not like oh yeah, I I'm you know not like trying to be like degrading or like put like make ourselves lower. That's different yeah. from humility, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. It's um, so subtle too. It's very, it's subtle. very subtle. Yeah, I just didn't want to come off that way. Like I'm just like, no. So, okay, no, I don't think people should soak. I think people should be intelligent, but intelligence um on a broad in, in broad mindedness. With I've the had a lot of devotees tell me that too, you know, like I do a post like, oh, this is my karma, I must have deserved this because I've been put in this situation, trying to sound humble, like this is, you know, it's just like, yes. oh, well, I, I probably deserve this, you know, this is like kind of like a little 
not brainwashing, but like in a way it was just like a difference between, yeah, like humility and like maybe trying to, I don't know. Yeah, it's almost like, it's almost like sense gratification almost. Like, because exactly. it's like asking for reiteration, like, please tell me that I'm humble because I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it this way. You know what I mean? They, they want they want you to mirror, but they're trying to pretend that their mirror is, but it's not that's, really that. Definitely. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> no, I didn't take it. it I didn't. I didn't. I you didn't. You didn't seem like. Yeah, I I was getting your. Point. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got your point. I didn't see it as like yeah that at all. So. Yeah. It's just only, uh, I think <clears throat> dishonesty is just, I, I, I view it as annoying because I feel like there's no progression to be that. I feel like life is a progression. I mean, voluntary and involuntary. And I might as well be voluntarily progressing instead of involuntary because that's going to happen. That's death. That's the scary part. So I might as well, if I voluntarily progress with that death that's already there, then it just becomes a little bit more peaceful kind of like going with it instead of going against the grain 